0: The yeshiva.net. Okay, good morning everybody. We're so we're in the middle of the Maya Chaivinish Lib We're on the end of one nine, uh, one ninety-six, all the way on the bottom, the second column, the second to the last line. 196. There's two inishtis, So this is the second one. 196, the second column. Second line from the bottom, or ches. Column 4, if you will. Vizel Piddush. You see, Vizel Piddush. After everything that has been explained, it says, Vizel Piddush, Masham R'azal. This is now the P'shat. And what the Chazal say, M'esech des Shabbos, Tav Peiches. M'ikan meidor rabbi Raisa. The Rav says in Mesechta Shabbos, when Hashem put the mountain over their head, from here comes a Meidar Rabbilai Raisa, meaning an ex, uh, a way of saying that it was forced upon the Jewish people. They can say, there was a mountain over our head. And he says, but by Meach HaShvedesh, there was a, a, a new Kabbalah Satayrah. And he asked in the beginning of the Maimar, then it was also forced the But now we understand when we said the word forced, what does forced mean? It means that the the arousal in their heart for Kabbalah's hatayra and what did he teach Kabbalah's hatayra? A state where Nasev and Nishma, the complete alignment, the complete Bittal the Mesiris Nefesh and the Bittal where it's not that I have a will and then I debate if I should agree with you or not or I should follow but that the there's no, it's keilu, there's no other ratsin. Complete alignment. He said it didn't come from their side, meaning a complete choice and desire from themselves. They were compelled because of the tremendous revelation, the explosion of love. a escham That's what brought out this type of ratsin and this type of ava. So the Pshat in mekan Maidar al-Pipnimiyas doesn't mean literally forced in the sense that they were anusim. You take somebody, you coerce them, you scare the living daylights out of them, and they want to live. So they they do it, but they're completely not interested. It's like in in, in Halacha, Maidah, Messiris Maidah, you know, tell you of his oven, they force somebody to sell a house yeah. <laughs> to gun gunpoint or something similar. So they have to sign a deed. The so person is not interested. They would do everything to get away from it. Then there's a question, because the Chuvah by was also the Gzairus Haman. <coughs> what we're talking about is the Parchanishmasan of Matantaira. The Parchanishmasan, as he said, what's Parchanishmasan? That the sense of I seized. There was no sense of, of separate I. It was the Nasavanishma that we spoke about, which allowed them to be able to hear the Vayerid Hashem al-Harsinai. This bitl wasn't created from their own yigiya, from their own inner toil. It came from the fact that they couldn't resist the infinite, the infinite love, as explained earlier in the Maimon. That love, ahafti eschem, was reciprocated, kamayim hapanim lapanim. The face you show the water, the water shows back to you that type of, that same type of relationship. So, so this is a different type of force. It's not that, of course they wanted it. But it came from what? It came from and an the infinite experience that Hashem chose to show them in this full embrace represented by the har, which is defined as Midas Avram, of or Shekharai har. This is the new, a, a deeper idea the Gemara says, that despite this, there was something that happened, put him that didn't happen, Matin Taylor. They re-accepted it. It's called Beratzin Gamor. What's Prat Beratzin Gamor? It doesn't say Beratzin, because Beratzin it was the first time also. The Chiddush of Purim was that this type of relationship came from, with, came from within them. In other words, when you say there was a new Kabbalah satayra by Purim, it means that the same state of oneness of bittul that they had at Har Sinai that we spoke about. What nasa really means—they re-experience by putting because it's the only way one can experience the Ein soif. Matan Teyda is really—it's <coughs> every day. It's the idea of, of of relating, of absorbing infinity. So for that you need complete bittul. That's what they had at Har Sinai. This they had again by Purim, but the Chidish here was, it was my Atzmum. Shalaya Maila al This wasn't created through an initial explosion from above, like of a yimine techapkeni, his right arm embraces me. On the contrary. Then there was a time of the opposite of kafal in the sense of revelation, of the... Complete intensity of love. Al the ace, similar to the Possek in Kehelus, he says there's different times for everything, right? There's a time for war and a time for peace and a time for silence, a time for quiet. He says the time to embrace the <laughs> ace, and then there's a time not to embrace. <laughs> that was put in, is <laughs> that's the kafaleim <laughs> har. And then there's a time, when there was a distance. In other words, it's who you are on your own. K'may min azal, this is says in Chulun, Esther min atayra min ayin, t'ksiv v'anoychi ahaster, ahaster p'ne b'yemoh. What's the source of Esther and Torah? The pasach in Vayelich, I will conceal my face that day. Esther comes from the word haster, concealment. V'yemkein ha'yibchines y'sher Satam it's itzat so this was an arousal from below that came from themselves, mamaj themselves, from within their own, they had to find it within themselves. This is in the Pshat and the Gemara. That hader kiblua b'meach There was a new Kabbalah that this bitl, to a lakos, was created through their own avayda, not from a revelation from above because it, was, it wasn't was a time of Yeminitech Apkeni. It was a time of Anoichi, Haster, Haster, he starts explaining. To understand this, That's how the Megillah in chapter two introduces Mardachai. Asks the Gemara, the Yamini, who The Megillah and Rashi right there says Yehudi usually means you come from or Shevet Yehud. But Marduchah came from Shevet Binyamin. The Megillah itself says Ish Yemini. yimini is Binyamin. Binyamin is Benyamin. So it's Ish meaning it comes from Binyamin. So why is he called Ish Yehudi when he was not from Shevet Yehud? This is the Gemara's question in Megillah to Megillah. The Gemara gives a lot of different answers. One answer is that from his father Itaka came from Binyamin. But from his mother he came from Yehud. Usually, the pasuk doesn't do the mothers shevet, but over here it does. And then there's other answers. Another interesting thing is that the first time Jews are called Yehudim is in the Megillah. All Jews till the Megillah, you will never find the name Yehudim for all Jews. There's Jews from Shevet Yehudah were called Yehuda. Generally, they're called Bnei Yisrael. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yisrael would be a word. Yeah, There's the original word, Ivrim of Rama Ivri. Ivri, Hebrews. Because the word Yehuda technically is only one part of the Jewish people. The Megillah is the first time, and since then that's how it became. You call Jews, Jews. The word Jew is an English derivative from Judah. Judah, Judah, which Judah, of course, is the English of Yehuda which really it's not the proper name for the Jewish people. Bnei Yisrael, as we come from Yisrael, we come from Yaakov. Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov Yisrael. Ivri is, Avram was called an Ivri. You, the word Yehud is only one Shev. This was introduced the first time in the Megillah. The Gzeir is Laashmed Larigul Abed Eskola Yehudim. And when he said Yehudim, he didn't mean Jews from Shevet Yehudim. He meant every Jew, because in the Malchus of Achashverish, 127 provinces, you had ultimately Jews from other shvatim including Ephraim and Manasseh which are Malchus Yosef, not Malchus Yehuda, because even though Sancheiriv the Assyrians, exiled most of the ten tribes before the Churban Bay Rishon, so by the time Purim happened, which was after Churban Bay Rishon, the majority of the ten tribes have been exiled, but it's not like the only Jews that were around were Jews from Shevet Yehuda, Jews from Shevet Binyamin, of course, but you also had Jews from Shevet Levi, had Jews from Ephraim, you had Jews from all the Shvatim. The question is, what was the majority? What was the minority? Till today, you have Jews from all the Shvatim. It's just that the majority of the Ten tribes were exiled. Yet, they're given all the name Yehudim. And that's how it remained. The reason is, Ela, she-nikru kulam Yehudim. The reason they're all called Yehudim is, mepnei B'chines habitul bem la Mushtaka the Gemara over there gives one of the reasons is that he's called Yehudi because Mardochai was kaifer b'avai ba That's what the Gemara says. And that's why he's called Yehudi. What's the connection? The word Yehudi, he teaches, Yehudi represents the bitl ta'er en tseif baruch. What's p'sha'at? No, em'nim no, b'shameinah esra moidim anach nulach. Shal'shem zen nekri Yehudi k'may shekas avlo k'may she'amre le'ya ha'pam oidah s'hashem alkein karash mo the word Yehuda comes from the word Yehuda comes from the word Hayda. Leah, when she gives birth to Yehuda, she says, "Hapam, Sasha. Now I'm going to thank Hashem. I'm going to show gratitude. The word Hayda or Oyde has two meanings. One is thank you, like Todaraba Yumoyde, and one is Hayda, like acknowledge, like Reb Meir was Moyde. Or I'm um, i um, to what you say. It's acknowledging. Maidim Khachamalib Mayer, Haida Bush. You have these expressions, huh? Maidamiks, yeah. Maidus means he says thank you. It means he acknowledges, he actually submits. It's a form of surrender. There's also maida, like your maida on your sin, like you it's a form of confession. Acknowledgement, confession, submission, surrender, acquiesce your opinion and so forth. When we say maidim in Shemayna Asra, it means thank you. I'm thanking you. But he says maidam is also a form of <coughs> submission, a form, a form of bitl. In other words, it's realigning your ego with ain In the Lashon of Taidah. That's what he says. What's the nekuda of a Yehudi? What makes a Yehudi a Yehudi? What's the core of Yehudi? The core of Yehudi is oneness with Ainsif. That's what it is. I identify myself. I identify myself not in terms of separate reality, but in terms of oneness, a conduit for, for the light of Ain Mardichai is called The word ish. In 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 Chazal is, or even in Tanach is, you're a master of something. Ish Harabayis was called the person who was in charge. So it's Mesechta Midras Perik Aleph. He was the man of Harabayis, like you know, the man of the house, the man of the house. Ish is he was the Balabayis of Harabayis. He was he took charge. What's Ish Yehudi? Ish Yehudi means he didn't only have Yehudi. He was the mocker of Bittel. <laughs> he was the master of it. He embodied it in his full mitzias, so he can he can give it to others. He, be, he can become a source for others as well, a teacher of it. This is indicated or intimated in the Gemara. Also in Chulin, Mardechem mena Atayda Menayin. The Gemara asks, "Would he know Esther? Has to ask upon him by Amo? Would he know Mardechem and Atayda?" The Ksiv Mar This is this week's parsha. Parsha Kisisa. Hashem tells Moshe to prepare. Some Imraj to prepare a group of herbs and incense, which would then be dipped in oil, and this would become what's called shemen Amish, the anointing oil, which was used to anoint Aaron and anoint all the Kalam and the Mishkan, and later would be used to anoint special kings. It's called shemen Mishkh. The first ingredient was called Mar Dray. What's mardrai? Umitargeminan. Mira Dachia. So if you look at the Targum, it's called Mardrair. It's Mira Dachia. says that's the source of Mardachia in Torah. Mair Dachia sounds like Mardachia, right? Mardachia. Mair Dachia. That's, that's Mardrair in Aramaic, which is the first ingredient for the Shemana Mishra. Umarzeladasaramba. Ushar mefarshim hu. Musk. Moshak. Musk or You're familiar with deer musk, musk deer, huh? It's one of the most expensive, today they make it artificially, but one of the most expensive perfumes and sources of fragrance in the world. The Rambam and other Mepharshim say that this is called musk, and it's mentioned in Gemara and which is Mem Gimel, which is the blood of an animal, Chaya Yadua. We call it today a musk deer or deer musk, a lot of forms, a lot of them in Siberia and a lot of them in India. The blood of this animal gets congealed in a certain lump in her throat, which they call a musk. And over there, it's transformed into a boisem, which is an extraordinary source of fragrance and perfume, and it's called myrrh. That's what the Rambam holds in his Yadachazuk and Hilchas Klea Mikdesh, and many other mafarshim, as he says. Many other poiskim holders. As he says in parentheses, Raka raivid vaharamban perishu binyanach. The raivid, the have a different mahalach in this, but this is what most Pais can believe. It's not a gland. Huh? It's a gland. From a deer, right? Huh? A different animals have it. I thought it, was a, I thought it was a gland. But maybe not from a deer. What? They call it, I think, a... Huh? The fragrance attracts the deer. I think it's called deer musk or musk deer. A, a gland, you're right, yeah. And this is, this is a boisem. So they make it artificially, but this is the, so this was the first ingredient of the Sheminah Mishra. M-U-S-K. Don't confuse it. If you Google the name, somebody else will come up first. But this is an animal. Vahainu, vahainu, bemidis ha what does this represent? And this is mardukhai. What's the shaykhis mardukhai with, 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 with Moisek, with musk? What's the shaykhis? In, a, in the midst of a person, this represents subjugation and transformation from bitterness into sweetness. He's going to explain. This Chaya that they used to call Yadua, according to most posthum is not a kosher. It's not kosher. Which is why the Raivad disagrees with the Rambam what murderer it is. So you take the blood what's originally the blood from a non-kosher animal and it became one of the spices for the for the for the for the shaman hamishra for the avoid in the HaMikdash, and for was used for holiness. This represents d'avoid of transformation from something non-kosher. There's a skafia and there's a sapha. A skafia means Submitting like Kafa kafaleiham, and ashapcha means transformation. Yeah. So here you take what's called moir, which literally means mar, comes from the word also bitter, and it's transformed into the shemana mishcha. So the blood of a chayat meya, which in spirituality means the chius of the of the the blood is the is the life force. Of the nefesh of the animal soul, the biological soul, which is the soul that craves anything that's material and conceals the ein soif. This blood now becomes a fragrance. It's delicious and it's geshmak. It's used for the shemana mishka. <laughs> represents the transformation of the behemah inside a person into a tainug in godliness in kedusha. That's what the concept of the moir is, and he says al derech ze yesh lefarish machlokes ha This explains the argument of the poiskim about this moir. Should abeinu yoyne matire afila b'achila viyesh oisne moise b'achila this viduluch lenes Recha erechay avol gufe aser b'achila. Rabbeinu Yoyne masecht of brachos mem gimel holds you allowed to eat it. Some say you're not allowed to eat it because the reyach was taken in the smell, yeah, but the goof itself is aser b'achilah. V'arav Rabbeinu Yoyne svidulei shechaza legamri lias heter komershnez boyer betur ayrechayim simen reish yudvav. Rabbeinu Yoyne brings it. Rabbeinu Meir Halevi holds. You're not let to eat it, you only the smell is became uh, becomes holy. But he says no. The Torah says it's matter, the whole thing b-achilah. What's the difference? If you say it's mutabachila, it means the whole essence of it is now transformed. Or only the smell. The smell, yeah, but it's muhus itself, when the blood is congealed, this gland you can eat, you can smell. But you can't say that it's something mutabachilah. Um, or al pichsidus, it's based on the Gemara in Daf If a Zdenus, an Aveda is transformed into a mitzvah, or when you do Chuv, it's only considered a mistake they call this animal yadua which is associated with sorcery and parsha Shoftim, they would use it for forms of sorcery which obviously is considered a complete clip. So when Rabbeinu Yoyna holds that this bosom, this fragrance is mutter even to eat, it's like when Shuva out of love, the negativity becomes a mitzvah. In other words, the rab becomes mamash toif. Avol betshuva shaloi meyaver rabba zdoenis hem kishgagas avol loenis hapchel gam rili is toif. Vezal amar shamir hanad af hanad af bi shereche toif is muter That's like the second madreger in shuva. In other words, the question is how much can the clip of mar be transformed? Like we said before, there's a skaffia and there's a hapcha. If it's only a skaffia, Skafya means. You identify it, yeah. but you don't become a you don't become a victim of it. So that's one level of transformation. You still can't eat it, but the smell creates a very positive smell in your life. So it, it sounds like it might be taking a step further <coughs> in the sense that since he's identifying Mordechai and Yehuda in terms of bittol, then to say whether the Mordechai becomes actually kosher lachila or just the Reach means not just that there's two types of tshuva, that there's two types of bittol. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not we think of, <coughs> Yeah. A Shuvah yeah. 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 Very well. can be Yeah. 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 very well. Yeah. 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 This is the connection between Mardachai Meir to Bittel, because the mocker of Bittel is also called Yisoid Abba, Chachma is Koyachma. We spoke many times, including earlier, that Abba is the father, which represents Chachma, which represents Bittel, Kayachma. The Kayach to say to say what? Yeah. What's Yisoid Abba? Yisoid Abba. Every one of the spheres is. Composite of the other ones as well. Like you'll have Chesed Shabbat Chesed and Gvurah Shabbat Chesed. Yusoyed Abba is the Yusayd aspect of Chachmah. Yusayd is associated with the bris, it's the ability for communicativity, for bonding, for connection. So Yusayd uh? <laughs> so Abba is the ability to connect, so therefore. Mardachai is not just Bittel himself. He's Ishuhudi. He's the mucker to be able to share it. That's what we mean. Mardachai is the source of Bittel. Mardachai's soul is connected to what's called Yes'id Abba. Ishuhudi. He's a source that shares Bittel. And that's the idea of Meiradachia, which is the fragrance of the Shemana Mishcha that comes from the transformation, because transformation always comes through Chachma. The, Gemara- the Zoya says, Bechachma is bariru. Transformation comes through Chachma. Because the clip of everything is its yeshes, its separateness, and when the Chachma is identified, that's where there's always the biru, the extraction of the true core of it. In Chachma, everything could be reborn. That's why Chachma is the source that can transform the Meir into Kedusha, in the two opinions of Rabbi Hirsheinim, whether it's Mutter, only Bachila, or only, only the Reyach. What's the opposite of Haman? Who's Mamish the opposite of Haman? Of, of Mardukhai? I'm sorry, of Mardukhai. Halchamba Adelayada, Submaela, there's no difference. Vihine Haman Haya Zudafka. Haman was the great Le'umazah, the great contrast to this quality. Come Sha'amar, where do we see this? When he comes into the king, and the king says, I want to show honor to somebody whom I cherish. So what does Haman say in his heart? Come on, How could it be that the king should want to show glory to anybody more than me? <laughs> no kidding. <clears throat> the Mitzias of Haman is, you would think he could say worse things about Haman. The worst thing he says about Haman is, <laughs> Because that's it. I know a lot of people who have a little yeshes. But <laughs> but that's the Nekudah. That, that, that's, that's where he couldn't stand Mardachai. That's the Vart. The hatred of Haman to Mardachai is not personal. <laughs> it's much deeper than personal. Mordechai embodies Bittl. And Haman embodies the antithesis of Bittl. V'nifred me'achdusa yisbaruch lo'y mani v'afsi'et. V'me'lo Haman can't have a a'shaychus. To achdus Hashem, the oneness of Hashem. Because his statement is me and there's nothing outside of me. M'foyret be'in yeah. Yeah. What's Achdus Hashem in Alpiksidus? It's not that God exists; it's that there's nothing outside of oneness. And Haman is the opposite. Aniva Afsiyah, there's me and there's nothing else—the exact opposite. Kihayim Amalek. Haman comes from Amalek. The pasuk says about Amalek in Balak. Bilam says the genesis of the nations is Amalek, and what he means is, Ki ha-knani, khiti, cetera, Amalek is considered Reishis Goyim. You have seven nations that the Jewish people were commanded to fight in Canaan. They represent the seven Midas, the way they're expressed in toxicity. You have the seven Midas of Kedusha, Chesed through Malchus. And you have the seven middas, the way they're expressed in the opposite of Gdusha. An example would be Ritzicha. There's Gvura. Gvura is discipline, strength. And then there's cruelty. The extreme would be murder. You have Taivas. You have Chesed, which is connections that are positive. And then you have obsessive connections. Crushes, addictions. It's also Chesed. Love. I love, I love, I love, I love. But it's, 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 it's love that detaches you. It's love that's connect- connections that are toxic. Yes. That's not the shayrish. The shayrish is amalek. This is very deep. Deeper than the chesed gvor, the deep, deepest is amalek. What's amalek? What's the nekuda? Amalek is the nekuda of, of separateness. That's the shayrish of all the midisra'is. You hear? The shayrish of all ra is not the ra. The shayrish of all ra is the sense of brokenness. The sense of separateness. The haruach. That's what it is. You don't recognize your oneness with the Ein As long as there's a Jew alive, Haman can't rest. Why? Because every Jew is a Yehudi, even if he doesn't know it. This is Al-Tareb's observation, what a Jew is. Every Jew is a Yehudi, and Haman knows it and feels it, and it drives him mad. As long as there's a Yehudi in the world, his reign is incomplete. There's something that reminds him and triggers a very powerful sense of anxiety in him. Yeah. The Gemara says this, the way the Gemara puts it, in the Megillah Daf the Gemara gives the story, Rabbi Abbas says, to understand Haman and Achashvedish, you have to understand the story of a man who had a ditch in his garden, and he wanted to fill it with earth, and he saw a mound in somebody else's garden, and he thought to himself, if I can only buy the mound to fill the ditch. And when he met him, he said, can I buy the mound to fill the ditch? And he said, I'm trying to get rid of the mound. Take the mound, fill your ditch, and take it for free. So the Gomor says, that was Achashvedesh and Haman. So I'll peep Pshat, it's a strange Marshall what what does it help you to know that, fine, it's it's a cute story, Haman hated them and HaShvedish hated them, they weren't the first anti-Semites in history but as Mephoshim will ask even more a ditch is empty how do you fill the ditch? By taking the mound into your garden, Haman was not trying to take the Jews, he was trying to get rid of the Jews but that's what he's saying, Haman had a ditch an emotional ditch what's an emotional ditch? A void and some voids are very powerful. They just never go away. And the only way he could fill it is That's why the word is Yehudi. Because Haman represents the essence of Gassus. That's what he is. So therefore he wants to kill who? Yehudim. Why Yehudim? The word is Yehudi. Because the Yehudi represents that which is And this he cannot deal with. He can't stand it. This bittle came out at that time. He says that the Gzeera of Haman was on the Yehudim. What's Pshat on the Yehudim? Yehudi is Kaifer Bavaydazara. And it's a very big he says, that if they would have been Kaifer, Haman would have left them, would would have left them alone. Different than the Haman in our generation. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, they didn't have a Machshavas Chutz, and they all had this type of type of bittul, and he says the yes. This bittul of Yehudim is there in potentiality in every Jew, even a kalshabekalim. A kalshabekalim means somebody who's apparently very light headed. He's extremely light headed. He seems careless. Yeah. Even he, you could see. Even a kalshe has the capacity to have Bapal mamish b'sidus nefesh, not to separate from Achdus Hashem for any b'shum re- eifin There were Jews throughout history, including in our generation. They weren't. They were kalshe They weren't very committed or very inspired or or very uh, spiritual or very holy. And yet, there's moments when their when their core relationship with Hashem was challenged, they were ready to give everything up, not to separate from (laughs) Achdus Hashem. I, if this is true, if this Bittl is true, why is this Jew doing other sins? So he says, Why this Bittle doesn't stop him from other sins? It's because, the Gemara says every sin comes from a ruach shtus, from a spirit of insanity. He teaches what's the spirit of insanity. It tells him that it's meaningless. Doing this or not doing this, it doesn't separate you. It doesn't mean anything. That's the ruach shtus that doesn't make him aware of what he's doing. He says, even a shamer, even a shamer taira mitzvah, this bitl, doesn't always come out. Only in special moments, because he also has a ruach shtus. Ruach shtus says, look, I'm, I'm wearing tzitzis. I'm a manich So if I'm a good person, so therefore, this, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily feel that in a very deep place, he's not living this, he's not living the re, the re, a real connection. But that's all, that's all a ruachhtus, saba When it comes out, there's moments that this muhus comes out, this bittel emerges in its full glory because it's never really gone. The question is, if it's concealed at certain moments, the bitl is there. It's just the yeah, Yitzchakara so tells him this is not going to separate you. It's not. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you have it again. You'll have it in, <coughs> a father and a child. Yeah, a mother and a child. <coughs> there's sometimes estrangement. Yeah, there's anger or a difficult relationship. <coughs> if, 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 if God forbid, something happens to the mm-hmm. child. The father and the mother will sacrifice their life. So what happened yesterday? That the father told them something, or the mother told them something, or the boy said something to the father and the mother which represents estrangement? The answer is you're not always a weird. It's called a ruach tus. You don't really feel that this is going to separate. When it comes to something that life is at stake, the full relationship comes out, and you realize how close you are to the person. You don't always realize how close you are to the person, not because you're not close, because you think this is not... This doesn't really, will not really make it or break it. But when it's obvious that this will make it or break it, suddenly you become aware of who you are. And that's what the Yehudi is. <coughs> Mardukhai really embodied it. And Haman, and Haman feel, feels this Nekudah. And this is what Amalek is. It's not an individual taiva. Whether it's distorted Chesed or distorted Gvura, distorted teferis, distorted Netzach. It's the core of bittel to the Ein Soif that Haman cannot deal with. This type of oneness, where does it come from? It comes from a hidden love that's beyond Das. It's not Pshat, it's an intellectual experience, like a mathematical equation. That's not Divart. You don't find in Taita a reason, a rational reason for Mesides Nefesh. On avah it says, Moshe tells the Jews in its Tzavim, la ki He's your life. Everybody loves life. We you love your life, and you realize the core of your life is Hashem. So he says, "Love God." But that's not a reason for Misidus because it makes sense rationally that I love life, but to give away a life. La'avas Hashem means if you love yourself, if you love your life, the truth of that is God. But Misidus is the idea of the opposite of kihu Ela, in shein, tam Says the emiss is you can't give a reason for it. Seichel can agree to something that strengthens your mitzvahs, not something that transcends your mitzvahs. It comes from a place that's deeper than das; it's it's beyond das. That's where it comes mm-hmm. from. It comes from a core place in the soul. Yeah. An intellectual idea you can explain. You do this, yeah, because of this. That's relating to a certain dimension of the person's identity. Including avas <laughs> Hashem. This will give you a better life. It's a truer understanding of your life and so forth. Then there's a, there's a nekuda in a person that's deeper than that, and he explains kihine. The pshat is kihine yeah. piterish kihuchayecha. The inyan of kihuchayecha. What's the pshat of ki Hainu, Ma Haynu mashahuys baruch b'malek kolalman v'seiv of kolalman shaydeza mechayo mahava kolalman. The idea of kihu khaya is that Hashem gives life to the worlds. Ukvanis boyla the beginning of all is cyber, where aka adlavad man is barakh. Aval mahusibats mussi is barach. in a together alman klala filili is cyber of almal alman. Kihu khaya is Hashem as the engine of the universe, the DNA of the cosmos. That's kihu khaya whether it's Mamale or Saiviv. But as we explain, both Mamali and Saviv are a array of Hashem. The essence is Bechlal not begether the worlds, not even as Saiv for the worlds. A line This is not the Ikir of Elakus that the Olamus are created from him. And get their chayus from him. <laughs> the fact that all the olimas get their chayus from him, this is not a definition of elikus. It's true. It's mamalei. It's zayvav. It's kihu chayecha. It defines the worlds, but it doesn't define him. It defines the worlds, but it doesn't define him. Shariato who actually nivra and nivra we say you were before creation, after creation, and if there would not be bayrei everything would be shavu lefun of yizbarach. In other words, the creation doesn't make doesn't make a shinu in him because that's not ikir elikus elamasha mechaya mahava elam is erak ha'adam meno it's a ray of light. That's why creation is called Yeshmei something from nothing. How could you say it's from nothing? It's from Him. It's nothing. So one of the explanations is because the Kaya Chelaki, the divine energy that creates the worlds, is called Ayin, Lagabe Atzmos. It's called ayin legabia It's like a ray, like the light of the sun, the ray of the sun relative to the solar core, the sun itself. Nobody's going to say makes an impact on the sun if there's a cloud blocking the light and the light comes into your window doesn't come through your window. It's a Ha'oreh. It's ayin legabia the etzim of the shemosh. <laughs> The Hey Mitzayas, Shadaya Oisys, Mechayas, Kula. The Ata is Aleph through Saf, the twenty-two letters, and the Hey Mitzayas there's the five sources, five the vocal cords from where the twenty-two Oisys develop. So these are the Oisys that become the Chiyus of the world. The Oisys Emrakha Kama Ya BaAdam Emrak Levusha Anefesh. That's why it's called Ayin Oisys by a person. Are called Levusheha HaNefesh. They're the garments of the soul. They're the, the ray of the soul. ISIS are just the way your soul is concretized in and compressed in a certain form called ISIS. It's called a haare. It's called a Levusheha <coughs> HaNefesh. There's pre ISIS experience and post ISIS experience. Vim <laughs> So when you say, Ki hu he's your life, that's already describing, ain't soif, as compressed in Oisius. Atzmus itself, is even beyond, Ki hu chayecha, ki zeu rak heyech, he's a mamali v'soivah. Ki hu chayecha, he's a mamali v'soivah. And from this comes the love. I love you because you're my life, because I love my life. I love you because... You're my soul, Kumashikos of Betania. Avala Mesidis Nefesh. Lahash le mineged <speaking> nimshuk neged, Nimshach shaloi le poted me muhusevats musi borach. Sholamayla mechaye hachayim. kiloi mamish hashiviv atu kaidim shenivra. Mesidis Nefesh is rooted in the relationship of the soul with the essence mamish. Beyond briah, beyond life. That which completely transcends life, because of that connection, he will give up everything not to lose that relationship. This is rooted in the place of Atzmus, which is even beyond what's called is <laughs> hachayim. This is deeper than Ava, this is deeper than Amali, this is deeper than Sovav, this is beyond Das, this is the core of the soul that is one with Hashem's essence that transcends even Hashem as a source for life and therefore it's more powerful than life, it's the only thing that's more powerful than life. And there's not a reason, you'll give a reason, reasons you could give in the realm of the energy that's restricted into the realm of reason, it makes sense and therefore I want it. In the realm where there's an eye that wants and wants to preserve itself. But this comes from a place that's deeper than all of that. So, there's no time for it. But it's in the potential of every Jew. And that's why at that time of Purim, it came out by every Jew. This is the Pshat. The Megillah emphasizes that Mardachai was giving the directives. Maimah, Mardachai, Esther, Oysa. The Pshat is, but Mardachai is the source of Bittal and he inspired and brought it out in the Jew. V'zel v'kibbal ha-yehuda mas-hashaychei l'lasas she-b'matan t'yre she-gdimu nasa l'nishma v'al-koldi b'parcha nishmasam she-ub-chin ez-bittal l'mesidus nefesh she-lekach zacher l'matan t'yre that's the connection of Purim to Matan By Matan the Jews, Parchon and their soul went out. We explained what that, what that, what that, what was that that was like Mr. Snefesh. The complete Bittl to Ainsayf. That happened again by Achashvedish, but much stronger. Why stronger? By Matan Tayra, there was a tremendous revelation from above, the love that we spoke about. By times of Akashvedish, it was completely from within. And therefore they accessed even something deeper than my matin To the point that matan is only called the beginning. It's like the beginning of the process. Because lagabe the air that they accessed on purim, that's called vakibel. They really accepted it. That was the Gemar, the completion, the Tachlis. By, by Matan Torah, it was an union of the Haskalah because Matan Torah came from above, Purim came from within, and therefore the Ur, the Ur that came through punim is a completely, completely different Ur because it came from a place that was from within, and therefore it's the Vekibla Yehudim, Eish Hashrei, a completely, completely different Indian there's a long parenthesis here of the Tzermach Tzedek. We explains it, but I just want to learn for another few minutes because I want to get back to one Akudah of him So you look, the parenthesis continues till the next paragraph. It's a low, very long footnote of the Tzermach Tzedek to explain one of the Milas of Putim. So al Yuvan, 198, you see in the middle of the page, val Yuvan. Alpiza pizza you've in my azal, momesh a few minutes. Alpiza pizza you've in my mind azal, khayef in shlob sumba por ya ad alayada. Shimkh is pole mat summa ve ysaid masimkh shub yamtuf. Comes back now. why we said put him. The simchis greater even than yamtuf. And he asked it doesn't make sense, yamtuf is minatut, put him is not minatut. Kehni al koa yammtavum ksev rananud sadiken basham. Tzadikim should dance, should celebrate with Hashem, which we say in Tehillim on Shabbos, and Yom Tif, in the beginning of Davening. <speaking in> Havayu, <Hebrew> we explained many times, represents the divine energy in the evolution of the worlds. You have Yud and you have He, Chachma Bina, Midas and Malchus. What's Rananu Rejoice with havaya. Meaning, there's a special new revelation in the isis of Shem Havaya. Somebody uh, makes a regular living, there's no special simcha. When do they dance? You win the lottery, you get a special bonus, something, an addition that you didn't expect. Yeah. A new child, a new simcha in a person's life. So what's the rananu Bahavaya that on Yom Tov there's a new infusion of energy of elikus in the world? That's the rananu Bahavaya. The havaya has a new increase. But this additional light every Shabbos and Yom Tev, that happens is in a measurement. Because it's Bahavaya, it's an infusion of energy in Yutke within the evolution of the world. Obviously, it has a measurement. Whether it's in Chachme Mebina you can't compare it to Atmus, which is completely undefined, and the whole ishtalshless is only like a drop of the Atlantic Ocean. Imagine, I want to show you the Atlantic Ocean. I take a cup of water, say, here's the Atlantic. Does it come from the Atlantic Ocean? It's interesting, here he gives up some muscle that's very visual. Does it come from the Atlantic here? Yeah. Does this capture the Atlantic Ocean? In quality, maybe in quantity, certainly not. In the Nimshel, it's cyan quantity, it's quality. You talk about Hishtalshel, it's all God. It's all the Atlantic Ocean. But what is it? It's a tipim and So the whole Simcha of Yom Tef and Shabbos is... A new infusion in Seder So what type of Simcha is it? So there's a tremendous Simcha Simcha, but there's a measurement. The time of the B'Shamidosh, it was with the meat of the carbonus Now it's with wine. How much? He says, aravias. A reveal is a gvul. It's a sheer. Because the whole simcha is based on gvul. What is it? That the boundaries of consciousness are expanded on yom Tev. Now that's beautiful. That's amazing. Boundaries of consciousness are expanded. But the definition of consciousness is identity. And identity is defined by definition. And the additional infusion from the Ein saif is within those structures. So of course it's structured there's only one Yom that's different. When the Chachamim said purim is adal it's not stam, get drunk. It's the opposite. Purim is rooted in a place that's adal What's pshat? The bittul is adloyad. It's rooted in the place of the soul that's beyond das. That's adloyad. He nebi sarusa de lasato bittul He giul a mile a mile ba atzmos ein seif barachu shal a mile a mile megedan ishtalshlus sheine nefesh kanal bariches. <laughs> By Yamtiv, it's an infusion within Ishtaoshlos. The Simcha of Purim is the Simcha and Adas. Where does the Nikudah from a Siddhas Nefesh come from? From a place that's beyond Das. What is it rooted in? It's rooted in Atzmus, which is beyond Das, even beyond Mamali and Saviv. Over here, the definition of the simkh is that it has no definition within das. It's completely beyond any category, beyond any characteristic, beyond any definition, beyond any explanation, beyond even identity, which is defined by a certain eye of Ishtaoshilus. But Purim is rooted in the oneness with Ein Saif that's beyond even deeper than Matan Taylor. Because Matan Taylor, it was, came from above and Purim was from within. How can they say you shouldn't know the difference of cursed and Baruch Mar-Duchai? When Atzmus comes out, so then, the greatest darkness... And the greatest light are identical. So that's the idea of Adelayad. Mm-hmm. The difference is not mitzad das. The difference comes from a place <coughs> that's much, much, much deeper than das. <coughs> and he finishes one last vart. Why, therefore, there's no they wouldn't accept Iser, Malacha on You remember he started When it comes to not doing work, it's the other way around. Put him is not Asab Malacha. And you just said, put him, put him is greater than every yemd. It's not a stid, it's this nikuddah. What's pshat? What's pshat you don't do work? What's pshat you don't do work? Not doing work means something. It doesn't just mean you sit on a couch. It means the seichel and the middas go back to their source. What's melacha? Melacha is projection. When I'm writing, or I'm planting, or whatever I'm doing, my koiches are being projected in a particular activity. What's the idea of not doing melacha menucha? The koiches go back. You reclaim them. Your midas and seichel that were involved in the melacha go back to their source. <speaking in Hebrew> What is it by Hashem? B'riya Sha'oilam is God projecting his energy outwardly. And Menuchah, so to speak, the world's going up, being reclaimed by their source. This all works in say Ishtalshlos. There's a higher level and a lower level. So you have the way the Kayach is in the higher. Level and the way it comes down in the lower, and the way it goes back up. This is the whole idea of Shabbos. Six days, God's energy is more restricted and compressed and projected in the world, so you work the energy goes up, the worlds go up, so you rest. There's a gilu, you're in touch with a higher place of consciousness, so therefore, you must go up to a deeper place to absorb it, to be aligned with it, and that's expressed by not doing malacha. So that Shabbos and Yom Tef, not doing melacha, is part of the organic, holistic experience of being aligned with the energy of the day. Melacha compromises that; it, it undermines that. This is all in a the where there's a higher level and a lower level, and therefore there's shvisa and melacha. When it comes to Atmos, not in the realm of the worlds, you can't say resting, going up to a higher place, because over there the highest and the lowest are mamish identical. Physical action with chachmela are mamish identical. So a Mele, there's no such thing. You do shvisa, you're going up into a higher When you're dealing with atzmus mamash, it's not defined even by transcendence. For l'chein ga be shabbos nemer, shabbos lavaya, ve kanal binyan ranu tzaddikim bahavaya. By shabbos, it says shabbos like by, lavaya, like by yom tef, ranu tzaddikim bahashem, because it's an infusion of oy within his talshlos. L'chein be purim muter basiyas mulacha. And that's why purim your mutter nasiyas malacha because punim is adaloyada, connected to atzmus himself, beyond the alman, so there's not shayach and iser malacha. iser means, you have to go to a place of ruchnius, in order to tune into the consciousness of the day, when there's milo, mata, there's a higher earth on Shabbos and yomtev, so you have to go out of the lower place, into the higher place, let's call it ruchnius, and if not, if not, you become a contradiction, to the light that's shining that day. That's the idea of rest on Shabbos and Yom Tov. In other words, doing Malach is a stira, it's a contradiction to the earth of Shabbos and Yom Tov. That's all Shabbos and Yom Tov. When you're dealing with Hashem's essence, Mamash Adelayada, nothing is a stira. <laughs> Adelayada ben Aramal Baruch Mardachai. Chach me'elah and Asiyah are Mamash identical. The same truth, in Gashmias, is, is in Rukhnias, he's equally infinitely removed from spirituality as he is from physicality. So you can not say that through transcendence you get closer to Atmus. That's not the case. So what is it expressed in Putim? It's expressed in Putrim. Put him is Mutrimalacha. I Yamtif not faket. Yamtif is Yada. Put is Adullah Yada. Because Putim is Adulla Yada. So therefore it's Muttimalaha. Be- when there's Simchin, Das, then you can't do work. When there's simcha beyond us, then no work could be a contradiction to that simcha. But put Purim is, is beyond, there's is no Isra Yeah. He's saying every experience in life. <laughs> that's what he's saying, I think, that's what he's saying. But he's saying it more... Uh... So, Thank you. A boy from it's more badass. It's more badass. It's definitely drinks. I understand. What is the word? Huh? Ish Yehudi. What a Yehudi is. So since it's Purim, it's very Kadai to learn through the Maimer. To Chaza the Maimer. Chaya vinnish l'psumibipurya adolayad binar hamalabarach marduchayin. Teirar air, page 195. Page 195. Because since today is Purim and the Rebbe said the mimmer ampurim, Tofko alath. so the energy and the holiness of Purim allows one to understand and absorb the energy of the Mimer and the truths of the Mimer and the ideas of the Mimer and the, the plenus of the Mimer in a much deeper way. Let's summarize the kud of the Mimer. It's a long mimer and it's a very it's a very <laughs> heavy mimer it's a loaded mimer it's full of uh, everything. But let's summarize the Nakudah. After all the questions that he asks, starts the whole explanation of what Torah is, right? Torah is mashal And kadmoyni, it's a mashal for kadmoyni, he says, it's not only for seyv amale, because that's all shaykh ta'olemus, but it's a mashal for Atmos, which is real the real kadmoyni shaloylam. But how can Torah be a marshal for Kadmain? He starts off that in the sagas endless madregas, like Ganeidin Na tachten and Ganeidin Elyin, and each level that's lower is like a marshal, a gabe, a higher level, which is the p'china of a nimshal, and what becomes a um, a nimshal on one level relative to a higher level is a Marshal, and he explains with Shleim Hamalach. But ultimately, when you go back to the source of everything, it's Chachma it's Chachma Vatzilas. And that itself is the source of all the nimshals and all the marshals on endless levels of Taida. Taida comes from Chachma, which is the source of all the levels of Asagas, like the river that comes from Eden to irrigate the garden. But Chachma itself is also a marshal. That is a marshal for kadmoyne shal mamish for atzmas Ain saif. Even though chachma is ultimately a definition, and if it's a definition, it's only like a name relative to the essence. That's true. But the Ain saif still is manifested through chachma. Chachma is a conduit because of the bitle of chachma. So chachma is like a lavush for oyed saif. Just like the marshal is completely not the world of the nimshal but it's a marshal through which to grasp the nimshal. That was his haqdamah about Torah. And from this he explained why in Elam Haba one has to come with the Torah Talmud Yaday and the concept of karis for somebody who could learn. Because if they could learn more, it means that if they're not going to use that time to learn, they're going to be missing something in the nimshal and their experience of ain't Sof. In other words, the soul is going to get cut off. It's not going to fully be itself. It's not going to fully be aligned with its true essence and potential and relationship with Ain Saif. From here, he gets to Matan Taylor that how the Jews experience this union of Matan Taylor, which, as we said, is Mashallah Kadmaini, which is not just a marshal for Chachme Law, which is in itself infinite, but it's a marshal for that which is beyond Chachma. It's only through Bittel. And that was the pain of Golos Mitzrayim, which allowed them to experience the Ein Sof and the Hagdamas Nasa Because Hagdamas Nasa that is this type of bittle. The Nasa is this complete bittle where your Ratsan is what the Ratsan alien is. You have no other Erotzen. That is your Ratsan, like an Eved. That's Vedas Hashem. The Eved doesn't have his own Deya. Whatever the Master says, that is his Deya. That's what he does. This Nasa, this type of Bittl, allowed there to be Nishma. What's Nishma. They should be able to get it, they should be able to absorb, they should be able to hear Ein Seif, which is what Torah is. And those are the two crowns of Nasa and Nishma. There's the crown of Saiva and but then there's the deeper crown of Kadmoyne Shalalam, which is beyond. But in order to reach such a state of Bittel, how can you reach this? How can somebody get to this place? There's so, much, so many other voices, and not only voices of trauma, even voices of, of spiritual consciousness. So he says, for this, they had to be which was the gili of the infinite love of Hashem. And that's what allowed them to be able to experience this type of bittel, because Hashem's infinite love was reciprocated in their love. But because it didn't come from their own p'chira, it came from the Ava above, Therefore, it's called kafa alayim because they were compelled into it. It was a hug. The chiddush of Purim is, it wasn't a time of a hug. It was aster, aster This bitl came completely from within. And here he starts explaining a whole explanation of Ish Yehudi and Mardachai, why he's called Yehudi. Yehudi represents this type of bitl to the ancient Saif. And there, he explains the connection to Mardachai, Mardroir, Mordechai represents the ultimate transformation of the mosque into Gdusha on different levels, whether it's Eskafya, whether it's Eshapcha, whether it's Doinus Nasaleikah gaga, it's Doinus Nasaleikah the Machleikah and the Paiskim. And it's at this point that we really come to the crux, to the Atmius of the Mimer. Mordechai is Ishi he's the source of bittel. He is the teacher of bittel, the mentor of bittel. And Haman is the opposite of that. Haman is Amalek. Amalek is not just one of the seven midas, whether it's Tiver, it's sicha, misplaced Chesed, misplaced Gvura. Amalek is the genesis of it. It's the essential Gases HaRuach, the sense of Pirut from Sof. It's the hepech of the bittel. It's the ultimate Yeshes and Gases. And that's why Haman, who represents the ultimate arrogance, the Neva Afsi oid who says the king wants to do, will not want to give honor to me, to to anybody else but me, which represents psychologically that sense of complete isolation from the Ein Soif, complete separation. Aniva Av this is the genesis of the Midas, and that's why he cannot stand not only Mardachai, but any Yehudi, anyone who represents this Bittl, drives him mad. So Mardachai is Chachma, Yisoyed Abba, Chachma is ultimately the source of all birur because Chachma identifies the bittle and everything. And therefore, Mardechai transforms the mosque into Kedusha, into the Sheman Mishcha. Haman represents the exact opposite. And what happened at that moment? All the Jews stood up as Yehudim. If they would have denied their Jewishness, Dal is Mechadish, Haman would have not done anything. But a whole year, nobody the bittle inherent in every single Jew, where you see that sometimes the most lightheaded Jews will have mysterious Yisnefesh not to separate from Hashem's unity, came out. And the reason it doesn't always come out is only because there is a spirit of folly that makes us believe that we're not being separated. But when that folly goes away, the inner core of the Jew comes out. And when that comes out, Haman's hatred to the Jewish people knows no bounds because he represents the antithesis of it. Which now brings us to the nekuda. What is this nekuda of Ayyid? What's this nekuda of Mesidus Nafesh? It doesn't come from Das. It doesn't come from Seichel. Aves Hashem, the Torah gives a reason. La'avis Hashem ki hu chayecha. Hashem is your life, because He's your life. You should love Him. You love you, I love I. What's my I? My I is Hashem. But that's not a time for mesirus nefesh, because mesirus nefesh is giving away your life. I love my life, fine. So I love God because He's my life. But do I give away my life? The answer is there's no time. It doesn't come from a place of das. Doesn't come from a place of reason. And here he explains the amkus of this. Kihu describes Hashem as the engine of the universe. Mamale kalalman, soiviv The finite energy, the infinite energy. But it's Hashem as the DNA of the universe, as the eye of the eye, as the core of consciousness. This is a good reason for avas Hashem. It's a good reason for a relationship with Hashem. But let's talk about Hashem's essence. Or let's not talk about Hashem's essence. Shem's essence is not defined by chiyus. It's not defined by Olimus. <speaking in Hebrew> One of the greatest lines of the al maybe. <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> that the world's come from him. Of course the world's come from him. Everything in the world is him. But Nishtos is is beyond the Chiyos of Olamis is an articulation of Alekus and Oisius. Aleph, tov, 22 letters, Hei Metzai Yisapah, Oisius HaLevushei HaNefesh, Delevushei. But Atzmus HaMohus is beyond Oisius. Mesidis Nefesh comes from the fact that the Jewish soul is rooted in that place that's beyond God being the life of life. He says Atzmus is beyond Hashem being the life of life, Chaye HaChayim. Kamei mamash hashivi. It's beyond. The whole is like a tipim ayam. It's like a droplet from the ocean. It comes from the ocean, of course. But you can't define the ocean by the drop. And there, it's not even a good marshal because over there, the quality is the same. It's just the quantity is different. Here, the quality is a completely different quality. What's the Kiddush of, of a Jew? The Kiddush of a Jew is that he is not rooted in mamala He's not rooted in Soiviv. His soul is rooted in Atzmos. Atzmos, is, he's sensitive to Atzmos. He yearns for Atzmos. He's connected to Atzmos. This is not about reason. This, what, 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 you're going to give a reason for this. Because it makes sense. Seichel cannot justify that which is beyond Seichel, that which is beyond Matzius. Seichel can explain why I'm doing something which makes sense to me because it makes me feel good. The moment you go into the, the deepest place of the core, there's no Seichel over there. But mainly you can't explain up be seichel, why does Messites Nefesh. It comes from this connection. That he's ready to give up life itself. But how are you ready to give up life itself? Because there's something that's deeper than life. What could be deeper than life? What could be deeper than life? It's not I'm giving up life because I want to be in the world records. Because I want honor. Because I'm so depressed and I hate my life. Or because I have so much pain. I think death will take me away from that pain. That's not Mesidus Nefesh. That's replacing one form of pain with another form of pain, or one ego with another ego. A soldier identifies himself with the emperor in Japan, and therefore he's on a kamikaze mission. Or the Muslim wants to get his 72 pies of pizza, so he's on his suicide mission. Hashem This is all a different type of ego. He doesn't believe in pizza down here, he believes in pizza up there. He wants the real pizza. He wants the emperor to win because he became one with the emperor through brainwashing or national, uh, ethnic pride, whatever it is. Here the vart is, you're touching a place that's deeper than life, that's deeper than the eye. How can you touch that place? What's deeper than the eye? What's deeper than life? What's deeper than eye and life is God beyond life. So the Al-Tareb is teaching us here, what's Messiris Nefesh? We always learn, Mr. Nefesh is the Jew is ready to die for God, which is true. You're ready to die. Why are you ready to die for God? Because God told you to die for Him, and the ultimate schar for this is beyond anything else. You gave up your life for the Rebbeinu Shalalem, which is amazing. The says, that's the that's the that's not the nekudah. <laughs> the nekudah of Messeris Nefesh is not about death. It's about life. It's your relationship with Hashem in a place that is beyond. The definition of life—it it can't be—it can't be defined as your life. It's beyond chayeh It's a relationship with Hashem in Atmos where the whole olam is not a mitzias. If the whole olam is not a mitzias, so how can life take you away from that relationship? It can't. That—that's the varta. How can life and the world take you away from that relationship when the whole world doesn't exist in that place? That's 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 the hair of this bitl. And this came out, Purim, even more than Matan By Matan it came it's Lamaila. It was a, a gift from above. By Purim, it came from internal. It was Isarus al It was really them. This is who they are. It wasn't just God, you know, remove the curtains. There were, there, were, there were too many curtains. It was Esther. It was concealment. This is who they are. This is what came out Purim. To the point that Matan Teir is therefore only a beginning of Purim. We know why Simcha's Purim is Adalayada. Every other Yom Tev. There's more Gileo Lakus in the world. Rananu Tzadikim Bahavaya. Shabbos L'avaya. Yutke Vavke gets expanded. What makes a person happy? A new flow of energy. You win the lottery. You get a new job. A new child. A psorototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototototot a new addition to the family, a, a new infusion of healing, a new bracha. Shabbos and Yom Tev, there's an infusion in the consciousness of the universe of godliness. So the world is a happier place. A Jew is a happier. There's consciousness expansion. The Yud and the He and the Vav and the He. But the whole Ishtalshalas is only a tip of ayam. So, expansion of consciousness is like the drop of the sea gets expanded. So, the simch is limited within Ishtalshalas. Meat, wine, aravias. What's the simch of Pudim rooted in? Simch of Purim is rooted in the bittel of the etzem shama ta'atzmos ein seif that's beyond oilemus. Chaye hachayim, beyond chaye hachayim. It's not the life of life, it's beyond the life of life. How you is this simcha? Through haqbalah. The whole word is there's no hakbalah, It's adaloyada. It's a place in you that's beyond your das. It touches Hashem in a place that's beyond das. And therefore the simcha has no limit. And it came out through the Mesidus Nefesh of the time of Purim a whole year. Which they touched their own adaloyada. And they touched in Hashem adaloyada. Kavayach al Hashem nat and not mamaleh. And that's why over there there's no difference between Orar Haman and Baruch Mordechai. Sometimes you're in a place of the ultimate darkness, the ultimate light. That difference is only in Sevev and Mamali, in consciousness. In Atzmos, the lowest and the highest are completely one. And that's why Purim is not Osim and Every Yom Tov and Shabbos you have to stop working. You have to abstain from engagement with the material to be able to be a vessel for the spiritual. And the more you disengage from the material, the more you open yourself up to the new level of consciousness. Imagine under a chuppah, you're under under a chuppah, and you start texting. Yeah? You're at your, your very close friends, a very close friend at a meeting, an intimate, very close meeting with a spouse or a friend or a child, and you take out your computer, you start working. It's a violation of the relationship. You have to be in a state of silence in order to open yourself up to the higher gili of Shabbos and Tov, That's Shabbos, Tov. But Purim is Atzmos, Saint saif And Atzmos, Saint saif you don't have to disengage from anything because since he's not in the realm of worlds, there's no higher and lower. It's not like you could say, oh, this is too physical for Purim. Purim is equally removed from the spiritual as much as it's removed from the physical. By being spiritual, you don't get closer to Purim than by being physical. Because Atmus is not defined by Rukhnis, it's not defined by transcendence, by consciousness. So Rukhnis is not closer than Gashmi's. So why shouldn't you work? Purim. This class is brought to you by the Yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.